ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rum and Regret podcast. My name is Andy Drake. Johanna Myers. Nate Tussie, and we drink and we know things. Uh, today is Thursday, September 2nd. Uh, I'm sorry, Thursday, September 8th. I am here. I am here right now. Today is today. Are you from the past? Is there I a am from, This is Andy from six days ago, everybody. Um, time machine ever. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, see, Omega 13. It gave me 13 second time jump. Um, there you go. Nice. No. Um, uh, so it is Thursday, September 8th. And uh, tonight we will be talking... Uh, some Rings of Power, some Game of Thrones, and on a very somber sort of Game of Thrones note, we've lost the Queen. We lost Queen Elizabeth II today. Yeah. I mean, so, hot take, I'm not sad about it. Right. <laughs> tons of people are, and I, okay, I, but wasn't she like the Queen through tons of like war crimes that Britain was involved in and shit. Like she's been the queen for 70 plus years. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean the, it, the monumental takeaway for me is that she was the queen for so long and right. not. Yeah. Like, you we've know. never known a queenless period in our lifetime. Like she's been the queen as long as all of us have been alive. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Like, so, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So now we're, we're putting a man on the throne. So, well, we're not putting a man on the throne. A man yeah. is assuming the throne as king. You know, it'll be interesting to see what he does. I'm a little worried about his wife because she is full on nutter. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, he's not going to be long for this world. I know it's kind of mean to say. It'll be interesting to see what William can do. Uh, right. Hopefully, he's of a mind to try and reform things. Um, but we'll see. I mean, power right. is not going to give away power easily. <laughs> so, Yeah. Um, so long did she reign and, uh, here's to the future. So Queen Elizabeth, second of her name. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Uh, hey, Hopa. All mm -hmm. right. Um, Don't bury her corgis with her. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Yes. No. Bury her um, next to her already buried corgis though. That <laughs> <right>. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, with that, let's jump into the Horror Corner with Joe. What do you got? So we've gotten a lot of little tidbits for the new Hellraiser movie, which I'm super excited about. Uh, nice. I, full, I will admit I was originally a little skeptical because it's not Doug Bradley and, you know, it's my baby. I love Hellraiser so much. But right. everything I've seen coming out uh, is amazing, and I'm so excited for it. Yeah, like, it seems Jamie like Clayton's they're hitting... gonna kill it. <laughs> yeah, it 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 seems like they're hitting all the right notes so far. Anyway, mm -hmm. at least from what they're showing, it looks it looks legitimate. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about I'm... you, Andy. I am way more scared of a lady pinhead than <laughs> anything else it could be honestly like uh, no absolutely yeah absolutely i think uh i yeah i think the again the uh the formula that they're that they're rolling with here is is right for the genre for sure yeah like so. she looks great and then they showed another still of one of the other cenobites that looks freaky and amazing and uh, i'm really really excited so yeah Come on, October. <laughs> I'd like to propose an idea that we should do just 
a horror podcast one week and it forces me to watch three horror things of your choosing oh, uh, including please. this new, well yes. including this new hellraiser one because i'm a really bad hellraiser nerd i've only seen the first one and it was one time so oh, i have no wow. idea so I'll, I'll give you cliff notes of the ones that you should watch <laughs> Because there's like nine of them, and they're mostly terrible. (laughs) Yes. You guys are going to get three horror movies that I have to watch in the month of October, and then come our first pod in November, we'll do an all-horror, like, make Nate have a heart attack whatever yeah the halloween cast should be the complete horror cast where we yeah exactly we and get you yeah, we get you in and we we, we, we warn nate's fragile little mind <laughs> right we uh choose discuss amongst yourselves and don't tell me ahead of time like i'll just have to watch it and take notes we, <laughs> clock, clockwork orange his <laughs> eyes <laughs> to the open and <laughs> uh andy i will uh provide headshots for that treatment <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, I'm basically there. Like, all you got to do is just Photoshop. We got to get the yeah. We got to get the upper eye inflection. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) for sure. Easy tug Um, in the Photoshop. (laughs) But no, I how how evil do I want to (laughs) be? So, so I think I think Joe and and we can we can confer on this. Mm -hmm. We need to we need to go light. (laughs) To super fucking dark with this one. <laughs> we need to gradually so, like like Nate's gonna watch the first one. He's like, oh, that's not that bad. And then the second one is gonna be like, okay, what did I get into? And then the third one, like, he won't be able to sleep. Like, I think that's how the rails. That's, right. That's how, I think that's we need to we need to come up with the perfect actually. You know so what? You gonna, you're gonna curate the order, also. Jesus Christ! Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no. Yeah. We're, we're gonna give this some thought, man. Come on. Yeah. You know, we might actually prep for a podcast. I might, <laughs> I might actually birth side kittens. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> well, see, you made it through the side kittens. I mean, you I, know. I know. Come on. We believe yeah. in you, Nate. We have faith in you, buddy. <laughs> That wasn't horrible. That was just like, what the fuck, mainly, you know? Right, yeah. It wasn't Tusk. Or apparently <laughs> Tusk 2 that Kevin Smith just confirmed he's making. And, yep. Uh, That's right. Long, what's his name? Justin Long. Justin Long. Long. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't wait. All on board. The people that are still alive. So. I right. can't wait. Because the way they ended that, it was perfect to where, like, you, you could just leave it. Yeah. But it's also kind of like... How the fuck do you end up in a circus? Like, yeah. I need to hear that story. If you guys aren't listening to Fat Man Beyond. It, you're miss. You're really missing out. It's so good. Oh, I, 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 I the decent nuggets I drop are stolen from Bernard and Kevin on that. Yeah, I check in. I check in on it every once in a while, but not. I, I'm not like a, I'm not a regular, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm so. bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Joe, what else you got in the horror corner? Uh, so you and I did a little uh, homework for each other. Uh, right. You suggested We Summon the Darkness. I suggested Terrifier. <laughs> yeah. Both were really fun, awesome movies. <laughs> I No, I I totally agree. Um, so yeah, so I, uh, I belong to a Facebook group called Shudder Horror Fans. And uh, someone suggested uh, We Summon the Darkness. And so I was like, oh, that sounds kind of fun. And uh, mm-hmm. I looked it up, and the first thing I see uh, was the uh, Johnny Knoxville playing preacher 
so-and-so. I'm just like, okay, this deserves a watch just on that note alone. Right? Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then sure enough, um, um, Alexander Diodario's in it. Um, and then it is uh, definitely in this completely, uh, you know, Stranger Things, late 80s, uh, metal era music. It's satanic uh, panic kind of deal. Right. <laughs> That whole, oh, wow. that whole course. Yeah. So that whole culture of it, um, there's a, a great, some great interaction with, uh, some good metal trivia during the time, during one of the scenes. So it's, and again, the, the premise of the movie, um, does sort of shake it up a little bit at, at one point, which I'm trying not to give too much away. Cause I know Nate's going to watch it, but mm-hmm. no, I, I, yeah, this, this was just, it's, it was a surprisingly, sort of a simple movie in its in its premise but i just thought executed really well and just um yeah just like just a fun watch it's a 90 minute like it's not a big commitment for you anyway and, and but it's just a fun it, it, i thought it was a good fun horror flag yeah for sure yeah um <clears throat> and uh yeah terrifier was one that i kept seeing on dreadit the horror reddit God. and yeah. like forever just like gotta watch this movie gotta watch this movie and um they're actually they're coming out with terrifier too and so i was like okay that lit the fire under my butt to finally watch this movie (laughs) so i put it on and it's totally that kind of grindhouse style horror film and i immediately texted andy and i was like you gotta watch this it reminds me of ey roth's thanksgiving trailer (laughs) so how how far into the movie were you in when you text when you texted us uh, it wasn't that far. It was probably okay, yeah, like, okay. I, I, it wasn't I, to I, the meat and potatoes. <laughs> right. No, I actually did the same with We Summon the Darkness. Like I was maybe 20 minutes in. I'm just like, okay, Joe, you gotta, you gotta see this. Yeah, here you um, go. <laughs> no, but I, you had the, I totally agree. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Just the, the grindhousiness of it and the, uh, it's, it's violent, but creepy and, you know, it, it was so much fun. <laughs> this is uh, like halfway through the movie. I'm just like, this is a really, really good ad for handheld tools. Because <laughs> they really get the most out of some of the tools that they use here. Um, no, I, again, not a, a completely complex premise of you know creepy clown horror uh this guy by the way that guy in the suit man oh like that is a really really good like his makeup was fantastic that his just the way that he sort of presents himself and his sort of physical presence where he's not like a massive guy but he's just he's got that he's got sort of a weird sort of lanky dougs jones you know sort of body type but yeah, I mean, pull, and just pull like the face and just the silence. And, oh, you yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I just yeah, I thought this movie was in true in like terms of true sort of like body horror. Right. This was <laughs> this was up there. It was one of them. I, I, I had a hard time. Like I I needed to look away at some points, but I couldn't look away, you know, (laughs) like that's, that's how I felt watching this movie. And so I, yeah, totally stoked for terrifier too, when that comes out. Um, And uh, oh yeah, I thought it was well done. I love, 
that movies like this are still getting made, you know, and they're like, they haven't tried to sort of, you know, they're keeping a lot of these movies very simple and yeah. very easy, but, but really just going with the, the creep factor and uh, man, so good. Yeah. So and I love it. Cause I mean, they're, they're just going to make the movies and the movies are going to find their audience eventually. Right. Through the right channels. And so no, now I, I'm just I, like all my horror fans, I'm going to be like, go watch these movies. They're worth it. <laughs> right. No, absolutely. I totally agree. Yeah. Um, what else you got? Uh, that's it for the horror corner for me. Okay. Ooh, Excellent. Wait a minute. What about the, uh, what about the updated trailer for, um, uh, ba 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 ba. The Anne Rice. Oh, interview. Interview. Yeah, I would see a little dog <laughs> meme uh, like that. Uh, interview. <laughs> it's 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 hard because it's that's such a beloved book and film to me. Yeah. I, the trailer it looks good, but there's some key points where I'm like, I think they're changing the story a little bit, mm-hmm. or I'm like, it looks like Louis like a brothel owner and i'm like what the fuck no (laughs) right that's amazing what a great way to make money then (laughs) Uh, but that's not the story that's not who it is (laughs) maybe they found some other stuff that she wrote before she passed away i'm just saying there could be there could be side stories of side kittens and vampires you know I don't think so. <laughs> Anywho, it, you know, I'm trying to keep an open mind about it. Like, you know, and, like we'll get into it with Lord of the Rings. But yeah. yeah. Right. No, the the bottom line here is that you're going to watch it. And oh, for sure. We're, right. And, we're and gonna I'm probably going to love it. Right. And we're, and we're going to hear about it one way or the other for sure. So, um, but yeah. I can be contrarian at times and just like, mm, I don't like it. That's <laughs> well, not my interview I mean, with the vampire. Yeah, and and we all get on, and it's funny too how certain certain properties that do get remade every so often are, um, are, are you know are generational, right? And mm-hmm. while it's they they remake something that we saw while we were young, it doesn't necessarily capture the magic that the original or that the one that was made for us when we were kids or growing up and very impressionable were. You know, uh, for example, it, it's Gene Wilder versus Johnny Depp, you know, as yeah. um, as Willy Wonka. Right. It's um, it's uh, Star Wars, the original trilogy versus the prequels versus the, oh. you know. Oh. So and, and again, and it's um, it's Ghostbusters with uh, the female cast versus the original. cast. It's like it's a lot of. Again, this stuff that means different things to different generations. And I have a feeling that this might be one of those properties where one group may really, really love it, where the group that had the, you know, the Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise interview with a vampire might not really care for it. I'm just really excited that they're going to flesh this out over a series. And oh, yeah, not just a movie and not just a movie. And I mean, if they do take some creative liberties here and there with with to fill some story here and there, hopefully it works out and hopefully it just doesn't, you know, shit the bed. (laughs) Well, here's the thing that I kind of have to keep in the back of my mind is when the original movie Interview with the Vampire came out, everybody hated Armand. 
because Armand oh, yeah. was totally not book Armand. Like in the book, he looked nothing like Antonio Banderas. He was like a little redheaded, curly haired, like 15 right. year old kid. Yeah, he looked you know, more accurate was, in Queen of the Dam than he did in uh, right. than he did in um, Interview with the Vampire. So yeah, so it's like you know, don't you know, don't hate on change too much. But you know, there's that little like part of me that's like, eh. right. <laughs> Yeah, I got to throw my hat in on that commentary too. So there, it's one thing to remake like the childhood movies and people not liking them because they're remade. It's another thing to remake them and it be a shitty movie. Like there's a difference between a remake and a remake right. that is a crappy movie. So we have right. examples of that, like the uh, second to the penultimate Ghostbusters movie that we've had so far. Yeah. Um, where that movie was just bad. Like there's some great right. comedy in it, but the movie is not good. And then they, they rebooted it with this most recent resurrections or whatever it's called. And it was fantastic mainly right. because it scratched all the itches from the original stuff and it was made by the same pedigree. So I'm, ex- yeah. I am very excited. I have zero expectations for this. So I'm going to go in with probably like the, the least amount of angst and I'm stoked that gray worm is, is in it. Yeah. So, uh, I can't wait to see what he does. Cause as a, yeah. as a mute, uh, <laughs> gelding, what do they, what do they do to them? They chop everything off or just the balls. Um, yeah, he did a lot with that and now he's right. going to be a vampire with all of his tackle. So let's see what happens. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I totally agree. I, like I said, I, I'm excited for this. There is some, I'm not going to say high expectation. I'm going to say there's mid-range expectation for this, for me, at least, to be a good a good series. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if it if it sucks, it doesn't ruin the movie. No. <laughs> we still have good old movie yeah. and all the books, so, you know. And there's so much more to watch on TV, too. It's not like if the, the show sucks and it was 20 years ago where there was, oh, fuck, my Thursday night's ruined now. Like, right. You know? Yeah, right. Um, okay. Uh, so with that, let's go into the streaming selections of the week. Um, and, uh, on Amazon prime, uh, Jamie and I watched this movie called the Samaritan. Did you guys see this yet? I haven't yet. It's on my list. Okay. Uh, I've heard very mixed um, reviews of Sly right. as a superhero. Well, there is a very interesting choice that the writer made and I look, I, I kind of want you guys to watch, to watch it. And I can't see, I could say something, yeah, but say anything then, cause that's I won't. on the list to watch. Yeah. No. Okay. So when you guys watch it, let's talk about it because there's a, there's a glaring sort of thing out there okay. for it's me homework. anyway. Homework for yeah. sure. For the next spot. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, and what's the As- one with aside from that? Andrea it was Dario was supposed to watch. Oh, uh, we uh, summon the we darkness. summon the darkness, and that's okay. on Amazon Prime, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, I'm making a note. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, and then obviously we're gonna get to a larger discussion about Rings of Power, which debuted last week. The first two episodes. Cheers, yes. Nate. Or cheers, Joe. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what the hell it- are you drinking? Holy crap! 
That's <laughs> Australian for beer. Oh my God, Joe, Jesus. <laughs> She's gone feral. Right, exactly. <laughs> from Jesus. Giant Trulies to Coors Originals. Oh no. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll have our, our, our longer Rings of Power discussion after this. Um, but the first two episodes dropped. And um, so far, wow. But again, say, we'll table that for later. Um, Hulu. We just finished the second season of Only Murders in the Building with Steve Martin, Martin Short. Uh, this is, guys, this is really good. Like, this is fantastic TV. Martin Short is as good as he has ever been. Really? On screen. I love that. And, uh, dude, I mean, like, playing into the whole true crime murder podcast uh, angle with this is just, it's so funny. It's so self-referential at points that it's just, it's really good. Uh, I mean, Steve Martin is Steve Martin. He's fantastic. And uh, really great cameos. Uh, Shirley MacLaine cameos. Uh, Amy Schumer cameos. Like, it's, 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 this season was just so great. So fantastic. The last episode through the whole reveal is just one incredible show. The supporting cast in this is fantastic. Uh, if you guys aren't watching Only Murders in the Building, you're missing out on quality, quality fucking television. Uh, they're only half hour episodes. It's not a big commitment. And uh, yeah, just finished up the second season. Um, uh, also on Hulu, we're watching American Horror Story still. Uh, after the completely horrible Milkmaids episode, they've come back with two really, really good ones. Um, the last one was a really, really sort of weird, cringeworthy, but almost weirdly beautiful <laughs> in a way. So, um, sit you on that. You have my interest. <laughs> okay. Uh, sit on that. If you decide to watch that episode, you'll know what I'm talking about because there are things that you should be like, well, that's weird. And then, okay. And that's, but then you understand it. So I get it. Right. Um, moving on. Uh, Paramount plus today was Star Trek day. Uh, 50 some odd years ago, Star Trek premiered on this day. So uh, now the celebration has returned. And obviously this is the best time to be a Star Trek fan because we have several active shows at the moment. Uh, the first of which Lower Decks is going to be on, it is dropping um, episode three of season three tonight. Um, and then we got a new Picard trailer for the third and final season. And uh, it dropped all of the good nuggets here. We got uh, finally the first uh, real look of uh, Crusher, Grey Wharf, Jordy, Riker. Great banter between Riker and Picard in this in this trailer, everything. So I, I am so excited for this season of Picard coming up. That comes up on February. Um, Is he officially and then, like, Grey Wharf in the credits and stuff like that? Because I No, that. yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I hope they do, but it would be funny. But um and then I finally watched uh, Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Yes! <laughs> yes! Dude, the the alternate, the alt-universe Beavis and Butthead are my favorite oh. new characters. 
ever. <laughs> so good. So great. Um, Adding it to my list. I, oh, man. It if you is, love it is, the first movie at all, you're, you're going to adore this one. It's so no, great. Yeah, this is just, it's so on par with with what's going on. Um, oh, man. It's so good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so that's my love for Paramount Plus right now. That That is a subscription that I thought I was only going to get for Star Trek. But man, no, it has paid off in way more avenues than I ever thought uh, with Evil. Uh, now Beavis and Butthead. And uh, um, there's also a, another show that is really, really fun on there called Blood and Treasure, which is a... Um, uh, which is a national treasure type of of show, sort of uh, relic hunters, and um, that's a it's a really fun show to watch. There's not a whole lot to that show, but it's so that's I, I one that's that's on Ken's list because we watched we caught a little bit of it. Um, my father in law watches it. Okay, and we kind of saw like a little bit of the episode over his shoulder, and like it was like, oh man, this looks really really interesting, and so it's on yeah. the list of for it's, Ken and I to watch together. <laughs> Yeah, there's some hefty cheese in there sometimes, right? <laughs> but the the lead like the actors are really really likable. The cast like the cast around them is also really good. Um there uh and uh the girl um Sophia Parnas is just so ridiculously hot. <laughs> and she's Oh, pretty. that's why Ken wants to watch it. Right. I see yeah. now. <laughs> so um it's she's yeah, but it's just it's a fun show to watch. So um uh and then uh moving on here to uh Disney Plus. Uh, a, uh, 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 hold on. Hey, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the M word. <laughs> All right. They dropped uh, a, a one hour featurette on the making of Obi-Wan Kenobi today called uh, A Jedi's Return, which was really, really, really cool. I uh, I watched it this afternoon and it was uh, it's fun. It was a fun to watch. It was good to see, um, you know, just a lot of the, the sort of the back interviews on these characters, you know, uh, especially Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor coming back to to uh, to you know, do these characters again and everything. And that was just a lot of fun. So with that, Nate, now you can move into your, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if I have anything for the streaming service. That's not Disney or Marvel related. I know I watched some stuff besides rings of power and. Hmm. Mm, scanning meow 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 <laughs> watched Lightyear. that's what i watched with eddie it was amazing okay uh god i wish i'd seen that in imax that would have been just spectacular holy crap but great movie mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it definitely watch it um wah, 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 wah. um holy shit disney plus day so i was about to get mad at the star trek day but then obviously disney plus is are the assholes in the room because you can't take the same day as Star Trek Day, right? And make it your Disney Plus Day. What the fuck, guys? Come on. Exactly. That's some bullshit. Um, yeah, it, it absolutely is. <laughs> and uh, on that Star Trek tie-in, Marvel Studios con- considered uh, Star Trek's new Spock for Captain America. Ethan Peck actually auditioned to play Captain America at the beginning of the MCU. So, oh, really? It's wow. uh, America's ass for that role. 
um, which would have been interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he apparently he was also really close to getting cast as the deep in the boys. Series. <laughs> oh, oh my God. It would have been amazing. Um, Although yeah. Chase, dude, Chase Crawford's killing it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ethan Peck, I think is his name, right? No, Chase Crawford's <laughs> killing the deep is what oh, I'm saying. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't know if, yeah, Ethan Peck is killing it as Spock, but. Oh, oh he my is. God. Yeah. Just he was born. He was born for that role. Yeah, for sure. That was, and on the deep, uh, thing for a minute i saw an article earlier today that about how they they filmed that whole scene where he had was forced to eat timothy the his yeah friend and obviously it was a guy but they had him biting on practical tentacles that were filled with like corn syrup but they also had yeah. like wires attached to his lips and his cheek that the peep prop masters would pull to like yeah. simulate what was happening in his mouth and like just to have him freak out at the same time oh my god i love practical effects and how they they kind of move that stuff around. Um, yeah. Anyway, lots of news today on Disney Plus Day. Uh, just to do a quick rundown on everything that happened today. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder streaming debut today. Uh, Marvel Studios Assembled making of Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi doc. Uh, Joe, for you, Frozen and Frozen 2 sing-alongs are out and available. Let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you. There's a really good Simpsons short film called Welcome to the Club where Lisa wants to be a Disney princess, but then the villains get a hold of her and do this five-minute sing-along about how you should be a villain so you don't have to deal with a life of just banality with these ridiculous Disney princes and stuff like that. It's awesome. You have to watch it. That's it's only great. Long, which is unfortunate. But it's really good. Uh, the, the cover image for it on Disney Plus is her and Ursula in the car going off the cliff like Thelma and Louise. It's <laughs> That's amazing. Um, a bunch of other stuff that I don't care about we're not going to talk about. Live action Pinocchio starring Tom Hanks and Joseph Gordon-Levitt who wants to be a real boy someday. Which uh, looks terrifying by the way. <laughs> I saw a review that was like a five. So hopefully it's not that bad and that's just like a an, an aberration. Like how do you make Pinocchio scarier than the original Pinocchio? Make it live action. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to see that eventually. Um, there's a new Cars on the Road series came out starring Owen Wilson and Larry the Cable Guy because apparently they're not busy. Um, right. And then there's a new Nat Geo epic series that'll be really cool. But also today we got the latest uh, episode of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. I don't know if you guys had a chance nice. to watch this whole 28 minutes or whatever it was today. Not yet. No, nope, not yet. Watch the hour-long Kenobi doc, but not the twenty. Okay, uh, I am I am permitted to watch uh, <laughs> behind-the-scenes stuff. I am not allowed to watch shows without my better half. Ah, I didn't realize she was in that show with you as well. Okay, yeah. Well, now that I know what the rules are, I will make sure not to call you out again. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, TBD. I might go back on that. Um, let's. <laughs> So then uh, I guess tomorrow is the kickoff of the big D23 weekend uh, for Disney. And there is a ton of shit happening. Um, let's see. Yes, I want to go to that website, you stupid thing. Uh, let's see. So rough schedule starting tomorrow. You get an awards ceremony at the beginning. But 1 p.m. is going to be the big thing for Friday. Uh, Disney and Marvel Game Showcase. So they're going to reveal all of the new games that we can expect to see. Ooh. Uh, and then there's also a um, whole celebration for Marvel Music after that at 2.30. Uh, 
And then on Saturday, they get Hall D23 presentation, which is Welcome to the Multiverse, uh, and all the new stuff coming up from Marvel Studios, Lucasfilm, 20th Century Studios. Uh, we'll get a preview of their titles, including sneak peeks and special guests. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, there'll be a couple other Marvel panels that day as well, and there'll be a, like a Marvel Comics celebration 60 years of the Amazing Spider-Man at 2 p.m. So that'll be really cool if you're into the webhead. Um, let's see. Sunday is going to be talking about the future of the Disney parks, experiences and products, etc. ad nauseum and that kind of stuff. So okay. that is that for the D23 Expo stuff. There's going to be a ton of trailers. I'd expect to see pretty much everything that we've got on tap. I mean, definitely expect to see something new for Black Panther 2. Uh, I bet on Werewolf by Night, which is supposed to come out during Halloween. Um, that'll be interesting to see what happens because it's only a special, but potentially could be expanded into a series. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I'm sure we'll get a trailer for that, which will be really fun. Um, I think they're talking about pumping a She-Hulk trailer in there too, even though the show is ongoing just to try and loop more people in. Uh, potentially, what if season two, there is a rumor. We might see something. I thought that was already coming. No, a trailer. Uh, a trailer for it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, right. Some kind of teaser. Uh, also, sure. see Invasion. Um, and then I'm sure they'll give us some kind of sizzle, sizzle reel for next year. So uh, right. there'll be all kinds of good stuff. So it's good. tomorrow's going to be very busy uh, as far as Marvel's concerned. Um, right. Moving on, I got a bunch of other generic stuff and then some other category things. And I'll just go through this quickly. Uh, so Fantastic Four movie has this new director, Matt Shackman. And uh, everyone is rejoicing, especially the actors from It's Always Sunny, because that's where he has most of his time, is directing episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's also didn't, done some Game of Thrones. He's also done a couple other movies recently. Didn't he do... Wasn't, isn't this the guy that did Loki? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's also done a bunch of that stuff. So, and he did a great okay. job, obviously, with Loki. So, yes, give him Fantastic Four. We'll see what happens. Um, but and this is now... And Fantastic Four is now a series, right? Not a movie? Uh, not that I'm aware of. I, mean, I think it's, a, I, I think I, I heard, I read two places that it's now going to be a series. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, he did one division, not Loki. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, All right. No. So there's going to be a fantastic four movie for sure. Uh, there's also, so yeah. So then there's also rumors that there might be an extended series, but there's definitely going to be a movie. That's, that's okay. like first family. It's going to be a tentpole movie, like billion dollar franchise, I think is the plan on that one. But I, of course you'll see him in Disney plus as well. It looks like, but mm -hmm. um, he's awesome. So Matt Shackman, we talked about him before when we were talking about one division, I think I forget mm -hmm. exactly where we brought him up because I did this whole thing on him where he is a, like a child actor. Um, and then, Oh, right. Did a bunch of game of Thrones and the boys and then always sunny. And then, he got WandaVision and crushed that. And he is a super fan for MCU. So, or for the MCU. Yeah. So he's, um, I'm super happy that he's going to be in it. So that'll be fun. Um, let's see. What else? Du -du 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 -du. Tons of US babies are getting named after Marvel and Star Wars villains now. Apparently, Thanos is on the rise as far as names. Oh, come uh, on, people. Yep. So Don't do that to your child. Check oh. this out. So influence of Disney characters on baby names. Uh, Quill is up 8,000 <laughs> in one year. Kristoff uh, from Frozen 
Uh, Ray obviously is still trending very high. Aladdin for some reason. Merida from Brave. Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Simba, who's naming their kid Simba. Uh, Olaf <laughs> after the Snowman. Then Thanos. <laughs> then Timon. Then Kylo. <laughs> and just after Kylo is Anakin. So at least he beat his grandfather in one respect. <laughs> and this is why your children hate you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, at least Khaleesi dropped off a cliff after that. <laughs> the way well, that yeah, that was, a, that, was a, that was a quick... Uh... Oh, that was hilarious. My yeah. daughter's name is Khaleesi, and then she murders a whole city. Like, oh. Right. Should have thought yeah. that. It's a nickname? Right. <laughs> I saw this meme that was like, uh, you know, wait until House of Dragons is done before you start naming your kids after right. characters. Yeah, I saw that too. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, Although I can just I can just hear uh, um, school uh, roster uh, uh, attendance being taken. Thanos, Thanos Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Follow up, Stevens. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. Let's see. What else? So, Merida Buckman. <laughs> yeah. So She-Hulk was great this week. You guys have get a chance to watch it. It's really fun. Uh, a lot of awesome stuff happens in it. I can't really give anything away, uh, but there is. I've, like... Yeah, I, I passed out during the last episode because uh, I got too drunk after uh, the third or the fourth mention of the word Megan the Stallion. It was a drinking game, apparently. And uh, yeah. I passed out after... Well, uh, <laughs> after after that mention because apparently there were 80 mentions of the (laughs) phrase megan the stallion in it now that that she's officially canon in the mcu they released a poster of her a she-hulk poster that has her and and she-hulk doing the twerk thing on it so geez um Um, did you guys really good did you guys see what i put in the uh the rum and regret twitter today they had that scene with uh creepy Peter Parker Spider-Man Dark Spider-Man doing his creepy dance behind it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. We'll have to save that yeah. for uh, a She-Hulk episode if we do one. But yeah, yeah, it's really good. You guys should watch it. It's fun. Uh it has the uh there's a parody of what is it, the Magic Castle, whatever it's called in um LA. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Magic Castle? Yeah, the Magic Castle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to say that's the only thing I'll say about the episode. That There's okay. that kind of analog in it, and it's fucking brilliant. Uh, okay. You'll love it. Um, let's see. Lots of Thor Love and Thunder stuff coming through because of the release today. So um, there's an alternate version of the Eternity ending, apparently, in photos. So there's a bunch of extra features, I guess, you can watch at the end of the movie. Um, there's a full list of Marvel characters that are credited in the movie. So in the scenes, if you guys have watched the movie yet, I'm not, not sure. yet. No, no. Oh shit. Okay. Well, it's not a spoiler. There's a whole scene where there's a ton of, you go into uh, a place where it's just all the gods from every pantheon are there in one big room. And so okay. the list actually credits every God that's in that room. And it's like oh nice things. So it'll be fun to check that out. Uh, apparently they, updated some questionable CGI from the movie for the Disney plus reveal. So I'm not going to go into that. You are going to need to watch that and hopefully you get the goods. Um, okay. Timeline order. There's a couple deleted scenes reveal more of uh, Chris Pratt's star Lord. So there was not a whole lot of star Lord in that movie, but uh, mm-hmm. they add some more um, moving on uh, a lot of black Panther stuff coming through. Apparently uh, let's see. So Letitia Wright kind of got candid about uh, the severity of her injury on set. There was a several month delay mm-hmm. um, because she had a 
what she considers a severe injure, injury as opposed to minor. Um, but apparently she's good to go now. And they're, uh, that doesn't stop them from doing reshoots. Apparently two months before the release of the movie. Um, oh, wow. So there's some scenes they're reshooting. I wonder if that means they're adding more Namor. I think we touched on that last time. Um, let's see. And then there was a article that I thought was really fun. Who who could be the new Black Panther and the five most likely people? Obviously, Shuri's on that list. Uh, M'Baku is on that list. Killmonger, which is my personal hope that Michael B. Jordan comes back. Uh, Nakia, who's his wife in the movie. And then Okoye, who's the... Denai Guerrero's character. So we'll see what happens. I'm so fucking stoked for this movie. It's going to be great. And we're not that far away. Um, unrelated. Well, not unrelated. Non-MCU uh, superhero news. Uh, apparently Harley Quinn season four was confirmed to be that is correct. lit. So yeah, God, it's uh, at this point, it hasn't fallen victim to the ridiculousness that is WB's uh, slash and burn. So Let's uh, enjoy it while it lasts and go from there. But um, Let's see. I think that's really all I've got. The rest of the year, we've got, what, the Halloween special, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, and then What If Season 2 is early 2023, and then everything else. Okay. So, yeah, good times. Yeah. Oh, uh, Joe, I just thought of something we missed for the Horror Corner. Hmm. The Winnie the Pooh trailer. Oh my god, the Winnie the Pooh trailer. What <laughs> a honey. That was the best Dude. thing ever. Holy that crap. Looks, that looks way better than I thought it could ever be. Like, Of course. Uh, yeah, like, uh, make this happen. I need to see this. <laughs> this yeah. is why all of these things should be public domain, because anyone can do anything with it. And they do. Exactly. Like oh my god. Right. Yeah. So oh, that was that, amazing. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Yeah, that ties that loosely ties into your your Disney. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, with but, like Christopher Robbins taking his girlfriend to the Hundred Acre oh, Woods, I'm like, oh dude. shit! I know, right? <laughs> Why have you been here forever? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I no, I like I I just expected to groan all through that trailer, and I was just like, oh crap. This actually looks legit. Like this could fly. <laughs> yeah, I want to see this. I would totally I like, pay I'm, money to see this movie. <laughs> totally. Like I'm ready. I'm ready to watch right now. Um, and then uh, uh, Nate, I'm I'm surprised you you glossed over this news as well. But uh, several several respectable trades are reporting that uh, uh, Henry Cavill is reporting to work for Loki season two. Yeah, there's a bunch of other. Uh, n- n- reported things. It's not. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I didn't want to bring sure, that up. I'm sure we'll have. I'm sure we'll have more clarity after this weekend of right. if it is, if it. Is. But it's it's funny though because a lot of the, a lot of my my sort of normal online rounds that were reporting that um, Cavill was coming to Comic Con to announce more Superman is now reporting that Cavill's going to D23 <laughs> to announce his involvement. So I, you know, I guess a lot of my, all my Superman Googling has, has become. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So since I wasn't going to bring it up, but since you did, here's the full thing. So thank you. <laughs> the, the epic talent for phase five apparently includes John Boyega, Henry Cavill, Jody Comer, 
Daisy Edgar Jones, John Krasinski, Giancarlo Esposito, and Denzel Washington. Oh, so wow. we'll see what happens. <laughs> if yeah. that's all true, then fuck yes. But right. at this point, it's all hearsay. Um, as long yeah. as it doesn't take him away from The Witcher. <laughs> so that's I right. saw the best Henry Cavill MCU placement I have ever seen yesterday. And it was Doctor Doom. You oh, could yeah. build a 10-year span of Phase 5 around Henry Cavill as Doctor Doom because yeah. <laughs> he's the super intelligent, super charming, like, leader of the, whatever, of, what's the name of the, it's not Valdovia or something like that, right? Um, And then he could also be, like, the sinister, super powerful, crazy world-ending type uh, person that Fantastic Four have to go up against, and he could pull it right. off. He's a fucking badass yeah. in all aspects. So yeah. that was one of the things that I was watching this video and the guy didn't drop what his thing was until the very end. And I went, holy shit, I'd never even yeah. heard me that he could be Dr. Doom. And that's that would be brilliant, in my opinion. So, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. With that, I think let's get into our review, our first review of uh, the first two episodes of Rings of Power. Uh, and then we can have a, a a a discussion about Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, as well. Um, so, Rings of Power, uh, Joe. I think this is closer to you than to anybody else. Uh, because uh, by proxy, <laughs> right? No, absolutely by proxy. For those who don't know, uh, Joe's mom is the biggest Lord of the Rings fan possibly ever. Yeah, she I has had, an entire room dedicated in her house to Lord of the right. Rings. And yeah. he had the <laughs> the pleasure of, of, uh, of sitting sitting next to her doing the uh, the viewing of the extended versions of uh, what Lord uh, um, Fellowship of the Ring, the Two Towers, and then the release of the Return of the King. Yeah, so, you went through Nate, the gauntlet with Ma. <laughs> I, I did, and that was oh, <laughs> showing off his sword. It has been remade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. But do you have that. Gimli's axe and no, Arwen's sword and Legolas's short blades? And did your college <laughs> education go to Lord of the Rings memorabilia? <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh wow! It seems like we're gonna unpack a lot here. So. Uh... <laughs> Let's do, let's dig in. Um, Joe, do you need to light? Do you need to light down for this? Yeah. No, no, I'm good. You light down. Okay. Uh, we have a special guest, Paul Manning. Welcome, Paul Manning. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doctor <Dr>. Paul. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't ask her about her mother. <laughs> um. So, Joe, what did you think of the first two episodes of Rings of Power? Okay, so by the end of it, I'm sold. I'm hooked. Okay. I had a I had a difficult time in the beginning because I was holding on to the Lord of the Rings, the movies, and just like like I was saying about like Interview with the Vampire, it's that kind of contrarian like mm, this is different. I don't know if I'm gonna like it. It's not the same. Yeah. Meh. But you know, once I got into it and like let that go, it's it's a great show. I think right. for me, if it wasn't like Lord of the Rings, if it was just a fantasy show, I probably would like it a lot, lot better and would have just dived sure. in immediately. Yeah. Um, 
I will say the only two things that I'm still sticking with that I'm like, mm, man, uh, the elves haven't grown their hair out yet. Right. Uh, Elrond looks like <laughs> Jack Quaid cosplaying Steve Harrington, <laughs> which I'm right. like, oh, God. And, yeah. Magnificent mullet starter. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And I haven't seen one bearded dwarf lady. No, absolutely, right? Those are my two big hang-ups at this point. Other than that, I'm yeah. on it. I'm on board. It yeah. took a minute. I will admit it took a minute, but... Yeah. Now, I mean, this is this is sort of second age versus third age, like, because you know how, like, we look at photos from when we were young, and, oh, yeah, that was in the 80s. Like, that was, you know, like, could they be looking at, you know, like, third age elves looking at photos of second age elves, and they're like, look at the hair yeah. they had back yeah. then. Like, yeah. Which I years. say, let's say, they haven't grown their hair out yet. This is when they're right. young and having yeah. mullets and stuff, and... Yeah, but, um, and I haven't years. read the Silmarillion, so <laughs> yeah, like well, I don't had... have that. Yeah, like my my mother is like one of like the few people that have actually read it. <laughs> like one one of four people that have actually gotten through the Silmarillion. <laughs> yeah. So and I, I texted her and I was like, okay, you got to watch this because I I haven't read it. I have no frame of reference. So yeah. you know, I like I'm interested to hear her take as a die hard bleeds lord of the rings like because i have a yeah. feeling she's not gonna like it right <laughs> yeah well maybe we should um, get her on for a hot take when the series oh my goodness that, that, oh, would, be that would be great yeah <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the cindy rant i would love that <laughs> yeah. imagine yeah. so keep in mind too that this is like thousands of years before lord of the rings the movies like this is, right this is precursor like the world is basically in the prime. It's like the prime of the Roman Empire right before the fall kind of thing is what they're right. For the rings are for. So, so this like I'm curious. Is this so? I'm guessing by the title, this is the story of Sauron making the rings, right? Sauron doesn't make the rings. Celebrimbor or, makes the rings, so that's okay. why they're interesting. But the rings being made. Right. That's correct. My yeah. mom's gonna yeah. disown me. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, only reason, the only reason I knew that lore before the movie came out was because of the um, uh, what is it, War of Shadow of War uh, game that came out a while ago, where you're oh yeah, you play as a defeated ranger who gets possessed by the ghost of Celebrimbor, and you go around raising an orc army to fight the armies of Sauron. Like and it's fucking brilliant, but you get to go through that whole storyline of who Celebrimbor okay. was and how he went through forging the rings of power and all of that, and it's yeah, fucking great. Yeah. So when they, they yeah. said his name on screen, I went what? Like even though I knew <laughs> what it was about, like oh, he said the thing. Yeah. Like he said the yeah. thing, right? Um, yeah. So that's what he's got him working on. That tower that he wants uh, Elrond to help him with is to help it's... forge the rings. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, like, mostly it's like there's parts of it where it's like it feels like old school Lord of the Rings, and I get really excited. Like the music's right, right the the scenery's right, and it's like, oh, there's my old home. Yay! I'm right. so happy. And then it's like hard left into wait, this is different. Uh, yeah. Like, I would like it if it wasn't Lord of the Rings. If it was just a fantasy show, I would like it. <laughs> But, you know, right. like I said, over and encompassing after the two episodes, I, it was like, okay, 
don't be a turd. It's a good show. Like it. Enjoy it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, Nate, what were your, what were your thoughts of the first two episodes? Um, yeah, I mean, it, it looks as expensive as it is. Uh, right. $250 million for the season, I think. Right. Something like that. Um, right. Which I, I heard that half of that was just to get rights. Well, no, that was after the rights. It cost them a quarter million oh, okay. just to make the show. And then they spent. Oh, damn. And then the budget was a billion dollars for four seasons. So, jeez. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that, and, and, that was, and that was part of the deal, too, right? Is that they have to make a certain amount of seasons, right? Right. Exactly right. Yeah. And yeah. then it just. Let's see. Somebody just bought. But we can't get season two of Sandman, goddammit. Sorry. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then uh, Embracer Group just acquired Middle Earth Enterprises, which owns the rights to all of the Lord of the Rings assets for everything. And Embracer Group is a video game. Ooh. Well, they actually are more than just video games. I have to do a little more research here. Yeah, games and entertainment focused company and market capitalization of 57.8 billion Swedish krona which is equal to $8.36 billion. Um, and so let's see. Yeah. So they're going to use it to make a bunch of more entertainment and video game stuff, apparently. Okay. Um, anyway, so back to the, back to just the general thoughts. Uh, it looks fantastic. Uh, the, the like opening scene, the opening scenes, the whole opening thing before the, the crawl of the name is just, breathtaking i mean yeah definitely back in middle earth and i love how it's completely different than what anything right. before um to joe's point you you definitely get the flavor of the yeah. world that jackson created i mean obviously there's a lot of hands in there uh as oh, him, sure. on him as a consultant and, and that kind of thing but um i'm not sure if weta is as involved in this one as they were before but um, yeah, i'm not sure either it seems like they'd be stupid to not leverage that that knowledge already, you know, so right. we'll see what happens with that. But, um, uh, Morfid Clark, uh, owns as Galadriel. I fucking love her. And right. I can't wait to see her come back from this next, in this next episode, like with her full new armor set and all that stuff from, uh, Gondolor or whatever the heck the name of this place is. Um, yeah. Uh, I think in general, it's, uh, a lot, the word i'm looking for it's scarier almost because there's a lot of like we don't know what to expect like what the fuck sure. were those things digging under the digging the tunnels that were super strong like those are just supposed to be right because those are way stronger than the orcs we saw before uh, yeah. or on, uh later so maybe those are dude, like, the ice troll man dude that dude was terrifying yeah, the ice troll was dope yeah, I love that. But he was smart too. I like threw the giant thing of ice instead of just charging at the elves. But it yeah, how, but then uh, how badass Galadriel. Galadriel's yeah, Galadriel's Lego Legolas esque takedown yeah. of the troll. <laughs> and I love the giant two handed swords that they're just like feathers for them. So oh, no, totally, yeah. Stuff. Um, my other initial kind of thing that pops in my head is uh, Casa Doom and the dwarven stronghold oh, Man, that, that took my look. breath away <laughs> i want to live there so good so cool like that was one of like and i i i have a nice tv like i look i like man i wish i saw this on a huge screen oh shit right mm -hmm. yeah like i wish i saw this in a theater for them to release like the first three episodes in the theater or something god damn oh man yeah no to see it 
in all of its glory, like in right. full working order, not, yeah. you know, not yeah, corrupted I teared by the up. <laughs> Oh, man, well, no, that, that was... So, yeah, and Smog, right? Because they find the Arkenstone there. That's that's Smog right there. there. So that's the... Yeah. It's crazy. And so the whole dwarf women without beards thing, like that, I love that speech that Gilly gives like leading to the myth that there are no dwarf women and they just spring from the earth. Like, I love that. Right. Uh, but it's not a hang up at all. I, I mean, it, yeah, it makes more sense, uh, you know, in all the fantasy worlds because that's typically <laughs> how it goes. But um, I don't, they're getting enough uh, racist hater backlash as it is. If they put <laughs> beards on women, these fucking incel chumps would, their heads would explode. So maybe they should fucking do it. And like if we were for the rest if we were any like if we were any bigger of a podcast, I would just love to see the news like <laughs> podcaster <laughs> great rings of power over no beards on dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like it's not a thing. Like I, know. Imagine... I just I just think it's funny yeah. that like if we had any actual like review clout in the world, I just it would be funny to see the backlash from that <laughs> statement, Nate. That's all. <laughs> well, no, I think you took me the wrong took the statement the wrong way. Like it's okay. I don't care about it. It's the okay the incel cucks that are. I was off. being more facetious anyway. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. The hate that this show is getting is really it pisses me off to no end. Like they're review bombing this big time. It's it says it's sitting at like 84% of Rotten Tomatoes, but only a 6.7 on IMDb. And out of uh, what I don't know what review this is out of 12,000 reviews, it's at a 3.2. And most of them are fives. But the second highest review is a one. And right. you know this is not a one. Even if you hate it, it's not a fucking one. Just from the visuals, it's not a one. Right. So Here's the thing. Yeah. if you don't like it, don't watch it and just go well, about your business. Watch something else. <laughs> And this this goes back to the old adage of uh, you aren't necessarily going to read a glaring review of something that you enjoy. You're probably going to read the bad and like the bad reviews of it to see what people are thinking. And so I have a I have a feeling that this and it's a trend now because we we saw the same thing with Miss Marvel. We're seeing the same thing with She-Hulk. Yep. You know, now we're seeing it with uh, a non Disney property, <laughs> right? And Sure enough, it's just what it is. It's it's. I think it's people that just want to get heard or want to get sort of a, a viral review on on the internet, and they're doing it just to do it, not necessarily because they actually hate it. Well, right, but it's also a lot of racists talking about how the, there's black elves and black dwarves. This is not my Lord of the Rings. Like, go fuck yourself, okay? You right. don't need to own fantasy for your neo-Nazi whatever future. This is not the Aryan race we're talking about here. This is a fucking imaginary <laughs> world, and that's the way it is. And I love there was a, a great tweet exchange where Elon Musk went on Twitter and said, like, Tolkien's rolling in his grave because of every male character is a coward, a jerk, or both, and only Galadriel is smart, brave, and nice. And he's this complete fucking moron in a vacuum. And shocker that a, a billionaire from South Africa is worried about representation. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, but Neil Gaiman's clapback was the best, where uh, Elon Musk doesn't come to me for advice on how to fail to buy Twitter. And I don't go to him for film, TV, or literature criticism. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I love, I love Neil Gaiman so much more now. Um, <laughs> anyway, so overall, I think it's an amazing show. 
I think it's been a little slow because of the world building that they need to do. Um, the action is really high. There's a lot of kind of lulls that are, are there. Uh, the worm in the ocean was fucking great. I love that whole scene. Yeah. That looked really good. Um, I had no idea that Elrond is a half elf and they reference like elves and human pairing has only worked twice and they've always ended in tragedy or whatever. Like apparently he is one of those references and I didn't even know that. Uh, so there's a lot I need to learn about Lord of the Rings, obviously. And I guess I need to read the Similarian. Sim- Similarian? So, so <laughs> not going to uh, Dude, I, I mean. It reads like a fucking dictionary. Good fucking Right. Luck. Yeah, it reads, like, <laughs> it reads like stereo instructions. Like, good luck, dude. It, I like, enjoy if you... reading stereo instructions. <laughs> I am that kind of psycho. Uh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so overall, I think it's, it's beautiful. It's amazing. I think it's an, a, the fact that we're getting more Lord of the Rings anything i'm stoked about so yeah i mean i'll be yeah. i'll be critical when i think it deserves criticism but for now I'm, I'm enjoying the ride so right yeah no i i totally agree with you guys here i i think this is uh th- so far the first two episodes are fantastic um again i think that that casting ha- has been pretty pretty good so far with everything again yeah just the visuals and i mean you can tell that just a lot of care was made into how middle earth was represented um and um yeah i just i yeah i mean i'm i'm engrossed so far like i'm i i mean i could represent myself as a sort of casual lord of the rings fan right like i i really really enjoyed the movies i absolutely loved the cartoons that we grew up with yeah. uh especially uh the hobbit and the return of the king uh, cartoons. Um, Those were terrible. I, I can't, like, <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, now they did make a Lord of. Well, they did make a um, uh, a Two Towers cartoon that was different animation hmm. from The Hobbit and The Return of the King um, that spanned sort of uh, the the Lord of the Rings, you know, sort of storyline a little bit, and it was it was weird animation, and it wasn't it didn't capture sort of that same magic that the um, forget who made those, who made what studio made those. But I just, I, I love that. Um, Frodo of the nine fingers and the ring, ring of, of doom. doom. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, I, I will never forget that too. Like anybody that has any weird sort of hand formation is Frodo of the nine fingers for me. Um, so uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, I, yeah, so in that regard, uh, seeing this side of the story, seeing uh, Middle Earth represented a thousand years before um, in a different age, um, but with younger versions of characters that we know, I just think so far is is a lot of fun and just amazing. And I can't wait to see where this goes and, and how this plays out. And who the hell that dude is that dropped in, right? I mean, it's got to be Gandalf, right? Like, Well, but okay, Gandalf. so... No, because you hear some of the dark language around him where I'm like, um, there's, I, at first I was like Gandalf and then I'm like, no, I think he's not good. According to, uh, Charlie over at Emergency Awesome. Thank you, Charlie, for, uh, for all this info. Wizards do not make it till Middle Earth until the Third Age. That is actually false. 
Apparently, oh. apparently, um, actually, Andrew, I've been doing research <laughs> of my own, and apparently, there were two wizards that made it to the second age. Uh, they were blue wizards, and they fell from the sky. Um, no, so I've been doing okay. a, a little bit of digging on this. Today. <laughs> so apparently, there are accounts that there were also blue wizards, and right? Yeah, blue wizards that made it into uh, into Middle Earth somewhere in the second age but more of like as tourists and there there's there's a theory that the two hunters in the show with the big elk's horns on their backs uh-huh. are those two wizards okay so the reason why people are saying this might may or may not be gandalf is actually he is Oloran before he's ever gandalf the gray so they're thinking that yep. this maybe could have been like the progenitor version of Gandalf. Sure. Because, you know, he comes down as this otherworldly being and he's they're super tall. And right. that kind of leads to that thing. Um, the My other thought was it would be cool if he was the. Um, I can't remember the name of the guy. He turns into a bear and they run to run to him in the middle of the, the Radagast. No, not Radagast. It's the other. The, not the, the wizard. That's the shapeshifter that they use in The Hobbit. I think it's the Hobbit. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking Shit, about. What the right? hell is his name? Yeah. yeah he the has the giant name? house and the horses and the big, big giant. Yeah. Minis that. Um, the reason why people are saying that it, it could be Gandalf, there's a couple things. One is uh, the fact that he fell to earth and wasn't harmed by fire. And Gandalf is apparently immune to fire. He got hit by a fireball from the two towers and did the whole fire sure. stuff when he, when he was Gandalf the White. Uh, he also whispered to the fireflies. Like I caught that. Yeah. I thought that might be a clue. Um, yeah. Also, when he, when he gets startled and he makes the world bend and go dark, like that would also happen with Gandalf on a couple occasions. So, right. I mean, I don't know no. anything about this world, you know, from yeah. compared to most people. But my money is is on Gandalf. But they can't use Gandalf because that name is protected. <laughs> so they're going to use right. the Lauren name, I think, and. Um, and that's probably that's my two cents for that. That's where my bet is. Right. Yeah. No. And so, no, he, he's definitely exuding some some wizard qualities for sure. So, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I can't wait to find out what what that part of it is. So, yeah. Uh, anything else before we uh, we move on to our uh, hmm. our of thrones? What else? No, I'm excited. Tomorrow's the next step. So, Yeah. Yeah, me. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So with that, let's move on to our uh, Game of Thrones House of the Dragon episodes two and three reaction. Um, uh, Nate, how about we throw it to you here on what, what, how you think this is this is going so far? Well, well, first, I would be remiss, Joe. We're getting our full Game of Thrones opening again. Yes. Same music, and now we see I'm the so different. Happy. Yeah, now we see the sort of. It, it, instead, it would go through the different lands and the different houses. Now it's just blood traveling through, like Targaryen blood mixing with the different Targaryen families. Just, yeah. <laughs> just a big. I was so bummed. In. I saw a bunch of people like dogging on this. Like they should have made a different theme for it. Why is it this still Game of Thrones theme? I'm like, it's. Game of Thrones, just it's Game of Thrones. It's earlier Game of Thrones, <laughs> right? The music should still be the same. I'm stoked that they changed the opening and just you know made it what it was. And right, 
Yeah. I am very so much anyway, happy with that. <laughs> yes. No, me as well. So, well, Nate, we please. Sorry. Before we move on to this, we didn't get your your review of the Rings of Power, Andy. I did. I was. I, I just finished up. Okay. I, I, I basically agreed with all of you guys and then threw my little nugget in with the dude. Right. So. Okay, gotcha. Okay. That's um, it. So I'm, uh, so yeah, the, the intro is cool. It's the, it's the model that the King is working on in his bedroom, basically. Uh, so it's right before the fall, uh, who knew that building your city inside of an active volcano was a bad thing. Um, (laughs) apparently that's what happens when it goes crazy. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. I love it's bloodlines and it, it actually has changed, uh, already. Two right three where it shows a separate bloodline for the separate children and that kind of yeah thing. um so it's i really wish it was more obvious like they that, that they highlighted what was happening as opposed to uh really right to know what the sigils are and that kind of stuff it would have been great to actually have a little bit like a translator there um, but that was a lot of that was a lot of my sort of criticism initially of not having a lot of game of thrones reference in the beginning uh during the first season was I, I didn't know who's how Sigil was who. Like right. I knew the Targaryens because I was I'm a Drake and right. I know dragons. Right. right. <laughs> that was the only one that I got. But at least so, they gave so, names though on that one. You know, like <laughs> well, so. and, dude, and honestly, uh, honestly, one of the one of the coolest gifts I ever got as a birthday present was from you. Was I want to say it was like either the second or the third season of Game of Thrones Blu-ray, where it had all of the sort of the bonus and deep cuts on there, and you can see like little notes from everything like during the during the watch. So I learned a lot from that <laughs> of just different things. So I'm sure as we watch the show more, those sigils will become a little more obvious. Hmm. Okay. I don't remember that. So I can confirm or deny. <laughs> okay. I don't want right. to take credit for something I didn't do. Um, no. So two and three, uh, not enough dragons for me. Uh, there's a lot of dragons and three, but not enough. Apparently this house, okay. they're supposed to have 17 fucking dragons. I want to see more than two dragons on the screen at one time. God damn it. Uh, that's all I want from this damn series. Um, I love, uh, the actress that plays Renera Millie. She's killing it. Um, mm-hmm. I love the, the arc that this character is having. Um, yeah. Again, this is another one that, that a lot of the, uh, the incel basement boys are railing against. Why are all these, all these shows are focusing on strong women now? Like, okay, guys, get over yourself. Come on. All right. We've yeah. had a good run. Okay. Let's. <laughs> yeah. 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 Really. Um, Remember, there were women in the 80s that were strong, too. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't new. (laughs) Yeah, nobody is as oppressed as white men, apparently. Um, (laughs) Right. So uh, it's it's a great episode. You get a lot. um, You'll get a lot of setup for what's going to happen with the the civil war that's going to happen between the Targaryens um, and House Valerian. Valerian. when the king chooses to marry uh, the daughter of the hand, the high, uh, Lady of Hightower, as opposed to the daughter of Valerion, who's like a 10 year old. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but uh, his daughter actually calls him out on that in the next episode, because if it had been for you know tactical advantage, he would have married her as opposed to her best friend kind of thing. 
So it's it's a very yeah. um it's a very Pornhub uh heavy <laughs> like <laughs> plot with uh, <laughs> my stepbro and uh, father-in-law uh, get stuck in the washer or something like that. Uh, All right. I mean, allegedly. Uh, I love the whole crab feeder stuff. It's so gnarly, but seeing the crabs crawling out of people, I just love it. Yeah. Joe, how are you doing with the uh, spider-like crabs crawling out of people? (laughs) Uh, I'm fine with it. I'm just, I want to eat all the crabs. Right. But then I'm like, no, I don't because you've been just feasting on human flesh. Ew. (laughs) I I mean, but you know. All it takes is a good dragon blast to really just cook those right. Right. And right? I mean, you have a whole beach full of just perfectly cooked crap oh. right there. I mean, is that a way to be around like the laws against cannibalism? It's like, well, I didn't eat the guy. <laughs> I ate the, the crab. crab ate him. <laughs> I mean, right. Yeah. Which came first, the guy or the crab? <laughs> like, <laughs> Shoot, all I just need is. Yeah. All I need is a dragon and a beach full of crabs. Damn it. Yeah. Kind of, uh, Can you know, we make this whole, happen? Yeah, right. The whole crab feeder thing I think is awesome. Um, I'm really kind of bummed that he gets taken out in three or allegedly taken out in three because I thought he was going to be like this big spoiler like ex-Targaryen or something like that because they call him a traitor several times. Right. So yeah, who, who's the traitor? Where is he from? That kind of thing. Um uh, Matt Smith continues to impress me in his role. I think he's his. He looks like a goddamn vampire in all of his armor and shit like that with the dragon <laughs> motifs. Right, I fucking love it. Uh, you know, he, he came right from Morbius and right Morbin time into House of Dragons. Um, so yeah, I I just love the overall look of everything, the costuming in the show. Like, good fucking lord, it's so as a. Uh, very large straight white man to notice something like that. It's <laughs> right. you know, uh, fuck. It's insane how great this show looks. Um, and I, it's a story that I have no idea what is going to happen. Cause I read all the books before the movie or before the original show came out. So I'm glad I, I kind of wish I had read the, the stories that this is based off of, but I'm kind of glad I didn't. Cause then I can just kind of sit back and not have any presupposition about what's going to happen or preconceived notions and that kind of thing. So, Right. And um, then this is this is based off of Dance with Dragons, right? Uh there is a whole blood and something. Uh what's it called? Fire and Blood. It's a short Fire a and Blood, story. Blood and Iron, something like that. Yeah, that RR did in between other stuff. So Dance of Dragons is one of the books in the series. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. And then we're waiting, everyone's still waiting for the way he's gonna end that. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess I didn't really go to specific, uh, specifically on two, but, uh, the, the burning ships, the, the carnage and the horror of the crab feeder is amazing. Uh, the yeah. whole intrigue between, uh, who's going to be the, the next queen is great. Um, Damon and, uh, Renera's confrontation is probably one of the best moments in the series so far. Um, which I really liked where, uh, Hightower, the hand goes to get the egg back and basically uh, sort that all out. And it looks like they're all going to die. And then yeah, flies in on her dragon and basically is like, I'll take care of this. <laughs> and right. Being a whole bluff kind of thing, uh, which. I yeah. Great. Um, yeah. So that's a lot for me. I'll just leave it at that. OK, uh, Joe, what are your thoughts on on House of the Dragon? Uh, I love it. I'm so stoked. 
So, yeah. like, this kind of hit the point for me where, like, the Lord of the Rings show didn't, where I'm, when I watched this, I was immediately back in King's Landing, in that world, just picked up right where it left off, and I'm like, right. all right, I'm here for it. Yeah. And, and like, everything fits, everything's great, perfect, chef yeah. kiss. <laughs> and that's, that's even with, like, because I was apprehensive about um, Matt Smith being in this because i'm like i can't not see him as the doctor right yeah uh damon targaryen just wiped all that away i'm like with his eyebrows <laughs> gone i'm like oh i'm i love you i'm so here for you yeah, <laughs> right hear about the rumors that uh, henry cavill and elizabeth olsen are both in talks to be in season two apparently i i've heard that elizabeth olsen is a done deal right I haven't heard that part. I heard. I know there were. Okay, I heard. I heard that talking. that baby was put to bed. I heard that was done. Oh, that baby! Too soon. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. Yeah. No, I'm right there. Uh, yeah, I'm right there with you guys on this. Uh, again, uh, similar. Like it, it has been hard seeing Matt Smith outside of the Doctor trying to find his own voice, but it, this, <laughs> this um. The last episode, episode three, again, where he has one line of dialogue yet completely steals the episode. That action sequence at the end of the episode is some of the coolest stuff I think we've ever seen on screen on Game of Thrones. I was um, on the edge of my seat that whole time. Just like, oh, please, no, please don't kill right. him. Please don't kill him. Oh, man, I was the opposite. I was rooting for I was like, these archers are shitty. How many are there? And this guy, <laughs> right. he's moving with the speed of a mongoose and the reflexes of a cat. Throw so, it. <laughs> I dare you. He, apparently, uh, uh, what's uh, the shoot? The kid that got shot by the arrows didn't learn how to bob and weave. Uh, Rickon? Oh, too Not soon. Rickon. No, no, that was, um, yeah. Who was it? Oh, no, it was Rickon. Was it Rick kid at the super the really young kid yeah when like yeah. he had to run across the field and, yeah. like he didn't learn yeah. from this guy serpentine tradition but yeah no i i'm with you Nate, on that because i was like okay you have a shit ton of archers you can't hit this one guy yeah and then right. he doesn't get hit and he but, has but thankfully like <laughs> yeah Ooh, look at um, plot, plot of cover right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but no, I, I really love the scene as a, as a, as a younger, as the youngest of two brothers where, you know, like you, you've not necessarily, you not, you don't necessarily come up to par Three brothers. where no, I'm the young, well, I am the youngest of three brothers. There yes. But okay. I have two older brothers. Yeah. That's what I meant. Okay. Um, <laughs> So anyway, thank you, Nate, for that say, clarification. Wait, breaking, um, breaking news on the Roman Regret podcast? Breaking news, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. No, nobody knows who my real father is. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, you get that pressure sometimes that, you know, you need brotherly help to get stuff done and to see and to watch, to watch Matt Smith read that note from the messenger at the little war table and just like, Okay, that's it. This nope. has been going on for three years. Mm-hmm. Screw this. I got this. But to not say a word. No, he attacked right? the messenger. Yeah. Right. No, yeah, he literally t- attacked the messenger. And then to go out and raise the white flag, go in there, do what he did. 
And I love, love the worm-like design of his dragon. Yeah. And how mm -hmm. that thing moves. It is so cool to see like a less traditional dragon like work, you know, sort of sort of work the whole length of its body yeah. around in that way. I just think that is one of the coolest designs I've ever seen in terms of sort of fantasy elements. Yeah. Well, apparently the dragon looks like that because it's malformed. Like it's it's right to show like the the beginning of the end of the dragons because they start they're inbreeding so badly that they start getting malformed and then shrinking. And then by the end, when we're talking about the normal Game of Thrones thing, there's that whole story about how the the, the last dragons were just dog size kind of thing and just pitiful. right. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I I love the. I love the the big old family feast where we finally get to see the creepy ass Lannisters uh, back in <laughs> right back doing back uh, doing their yeah. thing and dude creeping on Rhaenyra and oh, perfectly coming, Lannister creepy <laughs> right you come, come coming back on High Garden where my <laughs> yeah, next to right. King's Land or whatever it's called Lannisport or whatever the fuck Casterly Rock yeah Casterly yeah. Rock and I'll show you my Lannister cock. Oh, you're right. <laughs> um, she's like, then, yeah, no, <laughs> fuck you. Hard pass. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then her, you know, going out and um, uh, the the Dornish guy following after her, and then uh, getting attacked by the boar, and you really can't feel bad for uh, for Baratheon getting stuck <laughs> in season one of Game of Thrones because man, those boars are terrifying. Right, but. Uh, Man, no, Renera. I mean, and and um, what's that guy's name? Why am I forgetting his Sir name? Christian. Yeah, Sir Christian. That's right. He, yeah, they they sort of uh, double team the boar, take him down, and watching her that that one of the last scenes walk back into camp. Yeah, with the boar, or after it's covered in blood. They had eight. Yeah. yeah, after they had eighty people hold the buck steady for. Uh, <laughs> For yeah. Patty Considine to go and kill him, he had to hit it twice. <laughs> right, yeah, and I and I just I got vibes of uh, here is Cascados Rex Dragon Slayer right. <laughs> at that point, you know. Um, but um, man, I just yeah, I I think so far this show is just hitting all the right notes, and I I really love the. Uh, I, I really love the point that it wasn't a necessarily a black and white decision for um, for the king to immediately say that my son is getting, you know, I, I'm going to switch. I'm going to switch gears and and give it to my son where the whole realm is basically saying, oh, yeah, no, he's going to he's going to give it to his son. He's going to make his son the the heir apparent and and not his daughter. And I love that this is a that it's a a tough decision and it's not a, a like a white and black decision for him so yeah yeah so um yeah i just think this this show's hitting all the right notes so far and it's and it's like you said joe it it sort of i i think the second the second episode ran and the title sequence ran like w we were definitely back in it like it was that's that's it was just word like the first episode was enough to get me back in the Game of Thrones groove right mm -hmm. but it's the second episode and now the third episode for sure 
uh, I mean, it's, we're definitely in that mode again. And I think we're definitely in the groove of, even though we've been out of Westeros now for, what was it, three years or two years? They want to say two years, right? Now we get, now we're sort of back in it and we're back in it for good and we get this great story. So I'm stoked on this. Nate, you look confused. No, I was reading uh, a bit of the details about the episode three where uh, when the king is trying to stab the boar, you can see his hand is all weird because he lost two of his fingers. So they've got well, fake fingers in the glove, basically. And I was reading about how that's different from the book because in the book, he cuts himself uh, to the bone on the Iron Throne as a p- later in his reign, not during this time. So, okay. It'll yeah. Well, there was a part where he like cuts himself on the Iron Throne. They showed it, like yeah. on his hand or something right. like that. Right. I um, totally thought with the, like, he was going to get killed by that boar or by the stag. For sure. Right. Like, yeah. Like, I, thought, I, I was. I was rooting for the stag. <laughs> right. Yeah, I thought it was going to stick him as well. <laughs> I was totally having Baratheon moments. I'm like, oh no, he's he's done. <laughs> yeah. So. No, I yeah. Um, what else, guys? Anything else stand out from these last two episodes? Hmm. No, I mean it's basically they're setting on the groundwork for crazy civil war, which is going to be you know right. dragons versus dragons and Targaryens versus Targaryens. It's going to be pretty dope. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I do. I agree with you, Nate. I need more dragons. Yeah. I got a fever and the only prescription is more dragons. <laughs> I got a fever. I got a fever. The only prescription is more dragons. Yeah. Um, I, I I have a feeling they're just sort of teasing us right now with with what we're getting. I agree. Yeah. In terms of in terms of dragons. And yeah, I like obviously they're gonna want to go out on on a huge note, and I have a feeling that that's exactly what we're going to get in the the second to last or even last episodes like we're going to get <laughs> we're going to get dragon on dragon and it's going to get gnarly and it's going to get nasty and you know yeah i i mean we've seen some some pretty amazing things so far so i can only imagine sort of what's in store for the last few episodes the last the, the arc that goes on in in episodes nine and ten they're doing a full ten i didn't realize that i was hoping for that at least yeah. Good. Okay. Right on. Yeah. And, so, and also, there's going to be a time jump. Right. New actors for the two main characters there. Um, right. Four of them: the the two gals and the, oh, the brother kid. and sister, the yep. kids, the kid Targaryens. Yep. Yeah. I it was kind of like I almost thought it happened last episode. Like. Yeah. Same. Right. When is that going to happen? Hmm. Yeah. Um, final thoughts. What a time to be alive! Exactly, comic book <laughs> shit everywhere. We got Game of Thrones, we got fucking Lord of the Rings, we got everything. As Kevin Fantasy Smith, nerds are eating good, yeah. No, as, as Kevin Smith would say, it's reason to keep them on living, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, no, this, I mean. What a great time to be uh, a fan of of anything, <laughs> really. No. You know, 
I mean, Nate, you have as as much Marvel content as you could ever possibly want. <laughs> yes. Marvel you know. Bukaki, as it were. Let it rain oh. down. Yeah. Oh. I will take all the um, Dude, horrors yeah. in the Renaissance right now. Right. You know, I mean, we're getting some great sort of really good indie horror movies out there. And they have just that feel and that, you know, that grittiness of the old, you know, sort of great like 80s and 90s horror movies. Um, and then, yeah, me as a, as a Star Trek nerd. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting I lots of it be, right now. Yeah. I could not be happier right now. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just, this is just incredible. So, uh, yeah, you know, whatever your fandom is right now, hopefully you feel represented unless you're a DC fan. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or you're a fan of the all white, all male, uh, <laughs> shows, right. Uh, that you're used to, uh, then you can right. go to hell and die. There you go. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. So I know we covered a lot of topics tonight, guys. Uh, so, uh, I mean, most of all, what are you guys watching? What are you guys really excited about? What do you guys think of Rings of Power so far? What do you guys think of Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon? You guys can let us know. We're on Facebook at the Rum and Regret Podcast. You can also find us on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter. At Twitter, we are at rum underscore regret. Uh, Joe, where can they find you on the socials? At Joe Chickadee on the socials or at JoeChickadee.com. And Netflix, give us Sandman Season 2. God damn it. <laughs> damn it. Yes. Uh, Nate, where can they find you? Sure. Avid Gamer, AV1D Gamer on all the socials and your gaming platforms of choice. And I'm also uh, raising money for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society with 30 ga- days of 30 hours and 30 days of gaming on Facebook. So keep an eye out there for a Twitch Live prompt. And if you want to join in on the fun and raise some money, then do that. You post that on our um, post that on our Facebook, dude. I will do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You can find me at Crazy Drake on Facebook, at Andrew Drake on Twitter. And until the next time, we have spoken. The gods have yet to make a man who lacks the patience for absolute power. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.